Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The night may be long and the dark may be deep, but the answers are there to be found. Whether it's the normal, the abnormal, or the paranormal, you're in the right place. Let's go beyond reality. Good evening, good morning, and welcome. It's Beyond Reality Radio. I'm your host, J.V. Johnson. Back from an extended few days uh, traveling around, getting some things done, uh, making things happen, chasing some ghosts, doing all the fun things that we like to do. Uh, when we're not here on the radio. Uh, thanks for being good to fill-in host Bruce the Shark Markison. He had some great topics. Uh, the JFK conversation, JFK Jr., and um, also the vaccination debate. Uh, some really good things uh, on on the programming. I have to talk to Slick Eddie about that. I don't know why they save those things for when I'm away. But um, Anyway, thanks for being good to him, and thanks for being here. We've got a very interesting conversation tonight. We're going to be talking about healing in, in particular, for, uh, forbidden healing, uh, independent health researcher Captain T.C. Randall will join us. He's written a book called Forbidden Healing, and he's going to be talking about his approach to health and disease. And he says it should be approached at the electron level and the electric nature of life is the secret here. Um he talks about alternative ways to heal some very, very serious illnesses, and uh, that's going to be a great and probably a little bit controversial conversation. We, of course, will take your phone calls later in the show at 607-282-4497 or toll-free at 844-687-7669. Some great programs ahead of us in the coming um, days. Tomorrow night, of course, will be a best of, as every Friday is. Monday Linda Godfrey will be here. Now, we haven't had Linda on the show in a while, but she is a paranormal uh, author, investigator, and essentially a legend in paranormal circles. She's written about so many things, and she's the author of a new book called I Know What I Saw, and it investigates encounters with monsters uh, spanning from ancient mythology and folklore to more contemporary urban legend. And uh, we're really excited to have Linda back, and that'll be Monday night's program. And then on Tuesday... Uh, James Rickards will be here. He's an author and a financial forecaster. He's going to be talking about how you can prosper in the face of an impending financial crisis. A lot of people say, a lot of people say that we are uh, at, at the point of a very, very serious financial situation globally, not just nationally. And a lot of things are pointing to that, according to these experts. And James Rickards is going to talk about that. And then Wednesday night, uh, Tom Carey and Don Schmidt will be with us. They're authors of a book called UFO Secrets Inside Wright Patterson. They're going to be talking about eyewitness accounts from the real Area 51. Plus, you know, you've, you've probably seen it on Facebook. There's like a million people that have signed a pledge to storm Area 51. Um, there are a lot of people saying that's not a particularly good idea. I, I fall in that camp. It's probably not a good idea. Um, I doubt that a million people will show up there, but even if 10 show up there and try to do this, uh, you know, this is a government facility. It's a military facility. These folks don't fool around and you're not going to, 
you know, you can't chain yourself to the fence and have a sit-in or whatever. It's just not going to work that way. So please, please uh, let reason prevail here. I think we're all due some answers about Area 51, but this isn't the way to get them. So, uh, great show lined up, as I said, tonight. We're going to be talking about uh, that in just a moment. I want to let you know, though, I'll be headed to Penhurst Paracon, which is in Spring City, Pennsylvania, at the Penhurst Asylum, this weekend, the 19th through the 21st. I'll be there. I'll have a table. I'll be signing uh, autographs. I will be also be doing some live broadcasting with um, a friend, uh, Aaron Sagers. You may know him. He's another paranormal investigator, author, personality. And he and I are going to be doing some live broadcasting from Penhurst Paracon. Um, pay attention to my Facebook page. It's just JV Johnson on Facebook. You can also find it by doing at JVJ Paranormal. Um, and, and the times of these broadcasts will be listed there so that you can catch them. We're going to be talking with some very, very interesting paranormal personalities there, including People like Grant Wilson, uh, Dave Tango, Steve Gonzalez, all those guys, of course, from Ghost Hunters. John Zaffis, you know that name if you know um, anything about those who uh, investigate ghosts and hauntings. John Zaffis is at the top of that list. And many, many other personalities will be at this event. We'll be talking to them throughout the course of the weekend. So it'll be a great time. You'll be able to catch a lot of it streaming live on both Facebook and YouTube. And once again, go to my Facebook, actually go to either the Facebook page, JVJ Paranormal, or go to the YouTube channel. Uh, that's just JV Johnson on YouTube. And if you subscribe or like either one of those, you'll get the notifications that uh, we are uh, when we are doing these broadcasts. They should be a lot of fun. Um, okay, so that's going to do it for all of that. Again, uh, thanks for welcoming me back uh, from a few days off. I appreciate that. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll bring our guest in, Captain T.C. Randall. We'll talk about forbidden healing. Did you know that online retailers like Amazon have constant deals that can save you money on the things you buy every day? It's no joke. Save 40%, 50%, even 80% on great products. And all you have to do is know about them. Noodle Shark is the way to be alerted when something good is coming your way. Noodle Shark is the social media page that lists great deals that not only save you money, but give you the deals before anyone else has them. All you have to do is find Noodle Shark on Facebook. Search it as The Noodle Shark. That's The Noodle Shark. Because you deserve to save too. Become a Shark and save. Tonight we're going to be talking about health. Our guest tonight, Captain T.C. Randall, is an independent health researcher and author of a book called Forbidden Healing. And we're going to talk about his approach to health and disease at the electron level and the electric nature of life. His website, by the way, is ForbiddenHealingForum.com. Captain Randall, welcome to Beyond Reality Radio. Great to have you here. Yeah, my pleasure. Uh, good morning. So yeah, so well, I, you know, my first question is, um, Captain, is is that a military designation, nautical <laughs> designation, uh, or something else? Uh, I was a fishing boat captain down <laughs> in South Florida for years, and people called me Captain or uh, you know other things. Gotcha. Well, I, th- I think that's the the kind of captain I would enjoy uh, becoming myself, actually. Um, yeah. So let's talk about this topic. Healing, health, disease, you know, obviously everybody at some point in their lives is either faced with it personally and generally uh, everybody is faced with something along those lines personally or a close family. We're all dealing with these things. At what point did this topic become something that you decided you were going to throw away the shackles of what we've been taught and told and maybe look at it from a different perspective? Well, uh, I've been uh, been taught uh, all my life, you know, healthy habits and how to take care of yourself and your wounds and cuts and sniffles and so forth. And, uh, you know, a lot of it's nutrition and, uh, 
it, your, your just daily habits, your sleep and so forth. And, uh, it's basically all my life I've been picking up uh, little things here and there. Uh, I'm going to start with my, uh, my background a little bit here. I was kind of interested. Uh, well, what are your uh, very first memories in life? How old were you? Mine? Are you asking if what mine were? Yes, sir. Yeah, I. Um, I've asked a bunch of people. It's usually two, three, four, yeah, five. Yeah, you know, six. I was going to say somewhere between you know four and five, probably. Yeah. Well, we'll see you later. Maybe we'll ask a few callers. I'm kind of working on a theory, but uh, for me, uh, we all grow up in a little different environments. For me, I remember seeing a snowy sky the day I was born. Ooh. And I was conscious of many things in my first few months and years, and. I just wondered, uh, this is the period when our subconscious minds are being programmed. You know, later on as I grew up, I marveled at uh, you know, all the synchronicities, things that happened, uh, psychic and out-of-body experiences, telepathy with dogs. I saw a couple UFOs. You know, you see auras. I've watched numbers and moons and other things they classify as pseudoscience. But uh, all these things sort of seem normal to me. So yeah, I looked into uh, ego versus the higher consciousness, fear versus freedom. Uh, I hate to be be lied to and you know suffer for disinformation. You know, some of it's even innocent advice. And but uh, I've watched our environment decline over the years, and you know, up close and personal, you know, in the ocean and on the land and the Everglades and so forth, and. Uh, I, you know, I have two great kids, and I decided to fight for their future. And, uh, you know, as well as the human herd, I see them see them heading off a cliff. So, it, you know, it kind of relates to, to, you know, your early years or the, the years you're programmed, you know, subconsciously. And, uh, you know, through repetition later, you know, like our media. And uh, no matter what you do, people retain these implanted uh Ideas they're certain of, and uh, you know until they rise out of this uh, this ego into the higher consciousnesses, you know they're they're stuck. You know, a good example of this is the way people in groups take sides on uh, any issue they have little knowledge of, or they develop a set attitude of certainty and things they don't understand. Well, we've seen a lot of that, haven't we? Yeah. Another is uh, you know medical training. Under high stress concentration camp like conditions, uh, and I've seen it many people I know known a lot of doctors and nurses and so forth, and uh, you know it's incredible, and you can't even tell them what's outside their box. <clears throat> you know my my hope in general is just to insert a grain of truth into these oysters and wait for pearls to grow. I mean uh, these doctors and nurses are you know decent, intelligent people hoping for the best for their patients but they're hogtied by their training and the pharmaceutical system and uh, standards of practice not to mention their debt their student debt so uh, this stress is also a function of perception you know stress turns off genes stress dumps your IQ in critical thinking stress causes disease you know we act habitually from uh, our subconscious programming, many times to our detriment. You know, a lot of this happens before we're six years old. Uh, I came across uh, 
an interesting uh, YouTube by uh, Bruce Lipton, uh, Biology of Belief. He goes through all the details on this, but uh, I've felt this way for many years. It's, you know, it's a problem. So I hope I can open up a can of worms here and uh, give you all an introduction into the, uh, you know, these principles of life. They're solid, you know, solid, uh, you know, well-used science and point uh, you in the right direction. You can take, care, take control of your own health and your medical decisions. And, um, you know, it's always up to the individual to take charge, you know, or, or you'd be, you'd be a dependent, you know. Dependency is the opposite of freedom and personal sovereignty. And uh, if you want to take, uh, take control of your health, you know, you just have to do it yourself. Has science, particularly when it comes to medical science, become arrogant? Is that part of the problem? Well, of course, it's arrogant, but these people are, are programmed into this system, and uh, they're kind of stuck there. They, uh, you know, they've got this, this pharmaceutical recipe for everything, and they've jumped across the, uh, you know, the basic sciences of, I mean, first uh, high school chemistry, and that <laughs> they seem to ignore that. And uh, the pharmaceutical uh, cartels have controlled all this for, for, you know, for decades, and it's starting back with I.G. Farben in Nazi Germany. And that it's a it's it's a thing to control the world. You control the health. You control the food supply. At what point um, in life do we start making these decisions in the wrong way? In other words, um, is it from birth? Is it the formula or the breast milk that we're being fed as infants? Um, right through the day we die, or is is there somewhere along the way where we take a wrong wrong turn? Well, we form beliefs. I mean, we're 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 programmed with these beliefs, and that's ninety nine percent of your, you know, you, you what you do. It's it's a habitual thing that that emanates from your subconscious. What you're taught, what they repeated, uh, you know, and it's all over television. Get get your flu shot and right. Yada yada, and fifty different drugs every you know every few hours on during the news and the, the you know network programming. It's uh, you know people believe it because it's it's become their reality. You know, <laughs> it's a corporate reality. It's not a you know it's not an actual reality. We have about a minute here before we have to go to break. I want to ask you, though, about some of the experiences that you said you had uh, throughout your life, including some, uh, was it out-of-body and or near-death experience? Yeah, I had uh, several out-of-bodies, and uh, I've been in shock once or twice, but that's different. uh, Mm -hmm. uh, In my early 20s, I was uh, involved in a motorcycle accident, and as I watched it... uh, Unfold. I seemed to be a hundred feet above the road and looking down and doing my best to jockey the bike around this car. And uh, you know, I thought it was it, but uh, you know, luckily I just whacked my knee up real bad, and uh, and that was the size of it. But uh, it was a, it was a few minutes. I was above the above the whole situation. Wow. And you may uh, other times, you know, fasting and uh, meditation. You know, you. You kind of relax, and you climb up above your, above yourself and look down, and 
things like that. I mean, I'm, I don't call myself a psychic or, or anything like that. This is just stuff that happened. And, you know, just, you know, you, you, you think something and your dog reacts to it or, or you know somebody died or, but I, I hear these things from a lot of people. I, I don't think there's anything, you know, uh, paranormal about it. I think it's just absolutely normal. And just if you're sensitive to what's going on. And and these things have been happening to you all your life. Does it in some way contribute to the work that you've done uh, with Forbidden Healing that we're going to be talking about tonight? Well, it, I wanted to find out what was going on, you know. It was just like, you know, when I was sick uh, back in my early 50s, my health was taking a, a nosedive, and uh, I just had to find a solution, and... Uh, and I found a solution to the, to my health, and then I found the connection to all these other things that that were happening around me and in the world and among other people. And uh, you know, it all turned out to be uh, you know electrons, electromagnetic fields, fields. All right. you know, we're all in an energy field. We're little little molecules hanging around in a in a energetic uh, matrix, a soup. Right. Um, TC, what is forbidden about all this? Yeah. Basically, the, the, the pharmaceutical, medical, and insurance monopoly, uh, they don't want any of this information to come out. Otherwise, people would be able, be able to heal themselves. Uh, they wouldn't go for all the processed uh, food. Uh, they'd, they'd know to avoid, uh, you know, various chemicals and metals and, uh, and they'd, they'd see that our entire government is in support of uh, a lot of bad technologies and dirty industries. I mean, uh, you know, power power doesn't want to hear these things. They want to keep up going, doing what they're doing and, uh, you know, keep the money rolling into the contributors and so forth. So, I mean, it's a pretty simple thing. I hate to get into all the politics of it. I'll leave that to, you know, Del Bigtree and... Uh, <laughs> A lot of Dr. Mercola and a lot of these other people that uh, they, they, you know, get on that stuff. But uh, I just want to look at the positive stuff. I mean, I was uh, I was in sad shape coming into my fifties, and uh, I mean, I had gum disease, high blood pressure, aching joints, bouts of depression. The drugs didn't help me; I just took my money. So I looked into every alternative idea. I did learn about vitamins and minerals and that kind of stuff for my folks uh, when I was a kid, but now you fall back on that stuff. And uh, but I still couldn't figure out what, what was going on until uh, it happened on the idea of taking uh, vitamin C in huge doses. You know, like uh, Linus Pauling used to talk about. Yeah, he was forbidden. Eh? We're, not, we're not supposed to, you know, respect him at all. <laughs> the system thinks he was a fraud, so and they told everybody so. But uh, anyway, I, I, the results were unexpected and powerful. I got healthy quick. So I spent the next five years trying to find out why. You know, I'd always had a good uh, good organic diet and, uh, you know, seafood, tropical fruits. My mom cooked from scratch, so it wasn't the nutrition. And uh, so I had to reverse engineer what had happened and. uh my first epiphany came about a week later as I started to research vitamin C, which led me to mercury toxic, toxicity, where all my symptoms were listed. I, I mean, it was just like uh, you know reading your own uh, reading your own book. 
So then I had to, you know, figure out what's an antioxidant, what's oxidation, and uh, that just goes back to, uh, you know, high school chemistry, basically. And so uh, I submitted a hair sample for uh, metal mineral analysis and found out I was loaded with heavy metals and uh, a few mineral deficiencies. So that gave me a blueprint to start from, and uh, and then I started to track down the, sur- the sources of the mercury, you know, f- mercury fillings in teeth, large eating large fish, stuff like that, and uh, and then uh, and I talked to the lab manager at uh, BioTrend up in Michigan a few times, and you know, it, it turns out that uh, a lot of people have uh, you know metal toxicity. He said the aluminum is the top metal uh, found in people with uh, mercury, cadmium, arsenic, and lead. The other things uh, close behind. But uh, we, you know, we we all basically have some of these things because uh, they're all in our environment. The, uh, the, you know, fossil fuel, coal burning, uh, all the chemical inputs. All the nasty agriculture. I mean, uh, we, we've contaminated the planet so that uh, you know, even uh, even the uh, Inuits and uh, the people who live in far off, supposedly clean places, they've they've test positive for a lot of these things too. So uh, then I've had to figure out what that had to do with it, and it turns out they were all. You know, positive metals, they, they lodged in your body, they created uh, oxidative stress and inflammation, and they, they generally wore your system down and they dropped your voltage. So, um, you know, we've, I've also found out that uh, goats and other animals, uh, they produce huge amounts of vitamin C. You know, just their, their body does whenever they, they don't feel good. Uh, you know, one of them, a, like a goat can produce 150 grams of vitamin C a day. That's like a third of a pound. So you got to get your head around these quantities because you have to you have to approach them to heal various things. You know, depending on the severity. So let's talk about your first step. You said that uh, you the first thing you did was look into vitamin C deficiency and start to correct that. Did you correct it with supplements, or did you find the vitamin C in natural occurring compounds in foods? And what kind of doses did you start to take? Okay, well, I, uh, I, you know, I'd always eaten all these tropical fruits, and mangoes, and uh, cherries, and berries, and now I got blueberries, and you know, all these great antioxidant things, and the citrus fruit. You know, they they have a lot of vitamin C, but it's nothing like. A, a therapeutic dose you would get uh, the way I started to take it, or or how uh, you know alternative doctors use it in uh, in IVs, and those are huge doses. Uh, the way I started to take it was I bought a three pound jar of ascorbic acid crystals, and uh, found out that uh, you mix that with a half as much baking soda, Arm and Hammer baking soda. And it fizzes in a little glass of water. You drink it down like uh, two, three, four, five times a day. You can take it every three hours. And you take it to bowel tolerance. So you have to uh, find your, your you know, individual dose, uh, how much you can tolerate, because it will give you diarrhea at some point. And, uh, 
you just dial the dose back a little bit. For me, it's about 7 or 8 grams of vitamin C to half that much uh, baking soda and uh, one swallow of water. And uh, I started doing that, I think, four or five times a day the first couple days. And uh, that was like magic. I just, you know, my gums tightened up. My teeth start, stopped aching and being loose. And uh, my joints start, stopped hurting. My, my depression lifted. That was, the, that was the big thing. And I just, it was magic. I mean, it was just, I was flooded with electrons. And uh, as I was doing that, I was mobilizing these metals out of my body. They, you don't find them in blood tests. You know, the, the medical system likes to use blood tests. You have to use a hair analysis. And that hair analysis shows up, uh, you know, what goes into your bones and your fat and your hair follicles. And, uh, and you get a more accurate uh, reading on where you're at with that stuff. And so then, once you know that, you can begin de to detox it. And you also find you're usually low in uh, magnesium and potassium. And so you supplement whatever uh, whatever mineral you're low in, you know, especially the magnesium, because it helps you maintain your pH, and it's, it's involved in a thousand different uh, enzymes and you know, various hormones and things. So... Uh, that's that's the basic uh, basically where I started, and I looked into a few other things like, well, the vitamin C, the charge, mobilizes these positively charged metals, and uh, they go into your bloodstream, and so you can eliminate them through your sweat or your urine, or your bowels, and uh, so it's recommended you take a chelator like uh, uh, chlorella or clay or charcoal, or uh, lots of green vegetables. And the, those, uh, you know, absorb those uh, metals in your gut, and you get rid of them. And uh, slowly your, your levels will drop. I tested again after six months. The levels had dropped quite a bit. I tested again after a year, and uh, they came down to, you know, uh, nil, almost nil. So I found out that that was a that was an accurate uh, accurate method of detoxing yourself and that's what I did and I followed it for over a year and uh I continue to this day you know slightly less uh you know slightly lower doses and fewer doses and it just keeps you healthy. Now you um you said that prior to discovering this and and uh, beginning this regimen of supplement to help correct it, you felt as though you were a healthy eater. You ate organic foods. Was there anything unusual about your diet prior to this that you look back on and say, "Oh, wow, that that was something I should not have been doing"? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we were great fishermen down there. I mean, uh, kingfish, tuna, tilefish. You know those deep fish, and they. They're just loaded with mercury, and uh, it, that's that's basically where it came from. That the amalgam fillings, you know, mercury leaches out of uh, yeah. the silver fillings, and uh, you know, mercury is a, a terrible, uh, terrible neurotoxin. You know, just like the other metals, cadmium, aluminum, lead. You don't want any of those 
in your body, but, you know, unfortunately, they're in the water. Uh, they're in uh, cigarette smoke. They're uh, on fish. And it's, you know, they're in vaccines. So, you know, that's the, that's the thing where you get into the autoimmune thing when you've got uh, uh, foreign proteins and, you know, fragments of viruses and uh, things from peanuts and eggs and so forth. And, and plus you've got aluminum and mercury. You know, you, you get that directly into your bloodstream. That's, that's the beginning of an autoimmune uh, situation, the autism, uh, uh, multiple sclerosis, fibromyalgia. Uh, Del Bigtree mentioned a bunch of those uh, last night. I stayed up and listened to that. Uh, and there's special ways to detox that uh, that aluminum. That's uh, he mentioned that as well. That uh, you know, he mentioned Fiji water. Oh yeah, that's great. It's got a lot of silica. So does that. Uh, there's a plant called horsetail. You can buy it, buy it as a supplement. It's full of silica. Cucumbers. Uh, there's various dietary uh, things. You just have to look up your foods and and check the contents. You may not even need a supplement. It might be, you know, right in your uh, refrigerator, your garden, or uh, grown wild out in the, you know, out in the field. One of the first bosses I had from uh, when I graduated college uh, used to say all the time, um, if you have your health, you have everything. And I don't think I fully appreciated that back then. But as you get older, you really start to understand how important that is. And tonight we're talking about your health with T.C. Randall. He has written a book called Forbidden Healing. His website is ForbiddenHealingForum.com. We will take your phone calls in the second hour of the program at 607-282-4497. T.C., when you were describing the process that you went through of discovery and then addressing your health issues, you used the word magic and magical. Um, you started changing things right away. You started um, dosing uh, vitamin C, and you said it was magic. Um, did you really notice a difference that quickly, and was it that marked? Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, it's, it wasn't a wasn't a placebo. I wasn't I wasn't expecting anything. I, this was one more thing I tried. You know, with fifty different vitamins, sure. and herbs, and practices, and so forth. And uh, no, yeah, it was slam bam. Uh, it just happened real quick. I, you know, it's, it took it takes down your your inflammation. I mean, that's that's the that's the thing. You you various things in your body like these metals are just sucking the the voltage out of your body and you, out of your brain and everything and uh you just don't have operating voltage and uh so once you take down that inflammation you're going to feel feel better immediately and then uh you know as time goes by you start to get rid of those problems you you uh you know this it, vitamin C was the key thing but it wasn't the only thing uh, I did uh, found out a lot of other things to take, some minerals, uh, uh, various foods, and, uh, you know, breathing exercises, and, uh, you know, just, just different ways of looking at things. And, you know, once your mood improves, uh, you, you, your brain starts to work. Uh, you know, you can send and receive into the, into the ether, and uh, you just, just everything gets better. I mean, and, and, you know, people think they're healthy. Well, maybe they're only halfway healthy. You know, maybe they've got some little problems starting or uh, deficiencies developing. And, uh, 
Uh, maybe they're not, not eating the right foods or eating bad foods. Um, and a lot of these things will take you down. Vegetable oils, uh, sugar, sugar is horrible. And, uh, any, any kind of high glycemic diet uh, boosts your insulin levels, your cortisol rises. It's just like stress. It's like uh, somebody coming after you with an axe. And um, it all drops your, drops your health. You, you go into uh, fight-flight mode. And your body won't heal. It's got it's got an immediate need for survival. So the energy goes into that, and your adrenaline and the cortisol and so forth, and it just takes your whole system down. You know, and you, if that goes on, you know, chronically, anxiety and stuff. That's uh, it's just crippling, Couple. and, and it uh, takes down your intelligence. Um, you know, it takes down your your genetic expression, just uh, just the whole thing. And uh, you need those electrons to function. You need you, you need certain voltages for cells to uh, to replicate themselves. Otherwise, they <clears throat> they linger. They get senescent. They become very toxic, inflammatory in themselves, and eventually, you know, without oxygen, without vitamin C. Uh, they become acidic, and uh, it becomes cancer. That's cancer is the apex disease. All these others are, you know, halfway there. All the other chronic diseases, and you just got chronic inflammation, and uh, it, the oxidation of it. Where's the when the chews away at your the molecules of your cells? So it's it's like rusting. We've got about 30 seconds here before we have to go to break. You listed a bunch of symptoms that you had had. You said, I think at about age 50, you were feeling these things is what made you decide to look for some answers. Many people would take that list of symptoms and say, hey, this is this is what happens uh, when you age. But what you're saying is it doesn't have to. No, you can you can stay healthy and, you know, running around in your garden and stuff to your you know, ninety or hundred. I just, I know a lot of a lot of these old timers around here. They're very relaxed. Nothing bothers them. Uh, you know, they they eat good. They don't eat a lot. They eat a lot of greens and vegetables and you know, good good healthy farm meats and wild meats and stuff and fish. But they they just go on and on and on. I mean, uh, no, it doesn't doesn't have to happen. That's, right. We're convinced of that with all these drug ads that, you know, for every little ache and pain, they've got another drug. And uh, <laughs> that that whole pharmaceutical cartel, you know, it's a, it's a consolidated group of cooperative companies that uh, they just want to control the, control the planet. I mean, it's like a James Bond villain thing. Again, as I said, tonight we're talking with T.C. Randall. He's written a book called Forbidden Healing. And, um, T.C., I want to get back to this point uh, that you've made several times and get a little more information about it you talk about life being electrical and you've referenced electrons uh many times tell us how uh, what you're talking about there and how it it it, it, it uh, relates to what we're talking about as in our health and uh, disease and all these things that are related to uh longevity yeah sure well you know molecules you know make you know, electricity is just—it's—it's it's an interaction. It's a, a transfer of electrons. Uh, it's just like in the in the, the wires in your toaster. It's uh, 
these electrons flow through your body through these uh, you know uh, acupuncture channels. That's I mean that's what it is, and uh, you know they're chi electrons and magnetic fields are chi. These you have fascial planes, your fascia through your throughout your body. Uh, you know this stuff doesn't only throw th- flow through your nervous system; it it flows along these fascial planes, and you can see when they're corrected with acupuncture, or you can use qigong breathing, or dozens of ways to to enhance your your uh, your voltage. But your cells need around uh, 0.45 volts to operate on healthy. They need that much to be able to replicate. Otherwise, you know when you're when your uh, acidity rises and uh, the voltage drops, the, the cell can't replicate. So you're left with a dead cell, or a, you know they call it a senescent cell, and it's it's not doing anything except uh, you know further uh, shooting off these inflammatory chemicals. It's uh, you know it's a piece of death, and you don't want it in your body. You want to get rid of it. Well, uh, vitamin C helps uh, activate your uh, immune cells and your, your macrophages and things, and that's what gobbles up all the garbage you don't want in your body, all the you know bacteria and uh, fungi and viruses that aren't supposed to be there. Your body goes to work to take them out. It's a natural thing, but it needs that electricity to operate. That's the energy. You know, it comes from uh, metabolizing uh, carbon and oxygen. It's what we live on. It's the, I wrote a long article... I was really proud of it. it's uh, all about the oxygen, and so once you get the oxygen, you can generate the electrons, you can reduce the acidity in your body, and uh, your cells function. And once you've got them all functioning nicely, you're, you stay healthy. I mean, it's just a it's just a thing. You, you're, you uh, the body charge it uh, it thins out your fluids, so you don't have high blood pressure. Uh, you, you, when you get the vitamin C and the <clears throat> and uh, like I like to recommend bone broth, this collagen protein, you can restore the connective tissues all through your body. That's your fascia. That's what conducts all this uh, all this electricity around your body. And uh, it's 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 just electrical. I mean, that's the way it works. Let's jump to our listener line. Uh, this is Fred in Charlotte, North Carolina. Hey, Fred, welcome to the program. Hey, JV. Great program for Thank me. You. Thank you. Yeah, Captain uh, Randall, I, I had a lot of the same experience. I had polio as a child. I went from, I had an autoimmune in my late 20s. I went from 180, 105 pounds. I was in bed four years in a lot of pain, couldn't work in a lot of pain, and had to find answers on my own. And, and uh, the same things you're talking about, uh, I used, instead of Corella, I used a Phantasoma and Floss Aqua, which is an algae that has a malincrot fractal, and that's a perfect chelator, as you know, and and will pull radiation out of the body even. And uh, um, the uh, there's a whole lot of things. I, I, homeopathy helped me, which is, of course, nothing but energy, vibration, shaking, diluted, shaking, diluted. And that's the only thing I'm very sensitive to. I I can feel it when I take it, and that helped turn me around tremendously. I know how powerful it is because I can feel it. Um, and uh, I'm interested in you talking about something about dogs. You can communicate with dogs and seeing auras. I know Edgar Casey could see auras. 
I can also verify, like, the diet. You just If you go to the grocery store, these people are putting 8 million diet drinks. Number one selling thing in the world for us, diet colas, diet pepsis. And they had to bring them out of Iraq because of the high temperature it was creating formaldehyde. These people are embalming fats in their body. They don't even know it. Look at them. They're all land whales. It isn't working. The diet drinks aren't working. Mm. But uh, I'd be interested in some of that, and there's some other things I could go over with you. But uh, there's no question. Einstein said we're a congestion of uh, vibrations. We're a traffic jam of vibrations. Yeah, and hopefully... Uh... Hopefully we integrate those and, uh, you know, become a, a polar being where we can focus our energy. I mean, uh, it, that's in and out of the pineal gland and your, your entire aura. And that's what uh, Qigong goes after is to, is to smooth out your aura. Yeah, I uh, took can... Tai Chi. I did take. I did my own Tai. I took Tai Chi, and my instructor just one move of lifting your hands up and towards you, you opened seven ancient acupuncture meridians, and my cold hands would be warm just doing that. Yeah, oh, it's you know it works. It's it's proven. I you know I don't have to go to uh, to the Orient though. It's it's simple. Uh, you know, simple physics. I mean, electrons move. They create magnetic fields. Magnetic fields move electrons. I mean, it's, it's as simple as that. That's what what uh, deals with the with the material world around you and in and inside of you. On uh, the, you know, they've used the Rife machines. Those things seem to oh, work yeah, for Rife. a lot of people. Yeah, they couldn't. You notice they couldn't out of seven hundred and some parts at the Ben Franklin Museum. The only thing missing is that. That um, court, the uh, crystal that has the frequency. But yeah, you're right. Also, there's a Dr. Klimmer around here that was famous, like Linus Pauling. He 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 had vitamin C in a hypodermic needle. He would, back in the days when the black bag in the 20s and 30s, right. he would 40s he would show up, and some guy had been stung by hornets and was having a a shock system where they were going to swell up and die. And he, sure. as he was pushing the plunger in, the guy said, thank God, he could feel the vitamin C going right in his veins. Oh, absolutely. I've been stung up. I'm a beekeeper. I've been stung up, uh, you know, 50 times on my face. Went right in and uh, loaded up on the vitamin C. It's a great antihistamine. And that takes down that inflammation. Uh, you know, makes it manageable. It wasn't pleasant. <laughs> I can guarantee you that. But... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's, vitamin C has done all kinds of things. Any kind of brain swelling. I mean, uh, it, it's unfortunate that uh, it's not used by medicine. I mean, they'll let you die before you, you, you'll get uh, you'll get vitamin C at a hospital. Uh, just yeah. recently, this uh, this Dr. Paul Merrick up in uh, East Virginia Medical School, he came up with a study. He used it for sepsis. And that's, a, you know, when your body is in a total infection and, and you, you're just about to die. Well, he used this IV of vitamin C, hydrocortisone, and uh, vitamin B1. And he had 80-something percent of the people get better. I mean, the, the hospitals started to use that here locally. Uh, they used it for about a year, in fact. And uh, I know a nurse. And then uh, all of a sudden, the pharmacy department said, well, no. Uh, we we need more studies on this. We're not going to give this to you anymore. <laughs> so that was the, that was the end of the story. And that's that's the that's the total control of information. That's it's forbidden to know. You're not supposed to know that stuff. Fred, thank so you. That's why 
I'm trying to expose it. TC, when you're uh, going through the book, when you talk about um, specific uh, illnesses and afflictions, does the book address them individually? In other words, uh, you know, for for this particular disease, you recommend the this approach to healing, or is it more of a if you change your your uh, habits and you take this approach, your body will get better at fighting all disease and maybe curing some of them without uh, the help of, of uh, you know, what we've been conditioned to understand as, as uh, prescription medications. Yeah. Well, you know, medicine likes to pigeonhole all these diseases. Like there, you know, there's some entities that, uh, you know, they're spooky, they're scary and uh, you got to have a drug for each one. And that's not the case. I mean, uh, like I said vitamin C, you know, should be your your foundational thing. But you need all the vitamins, all the minerals, uh, healthy lifestyle habits, and uh, and emotional, you know, stability, serenity. You need to be a happy person to to keep a happy body. Um, but for instance, uh, I had an autoimmune problem with a puppy. Uh, we, you know, we love this puppy, so we went to the vet and got all the nice shots for it and all that stuff. Well, the puppy got an allergy. We couldn't, we couldn't figure out. They couldn't cure. I turned to, you know, the, the local dairy here. I got a whole bunch of colostrum, and uh, and fed her clay, red redmond clay, which is a you know chelator grabs the toxins and things from uh, from the injections, and. Uh, you know, it took a while, but boy, she got better finally. And uh, you know, that's that's one approach to the autism thing. And uh, you know, Del Bigtree was talking about and uh, <clears throat> autoimmunity. That syndrome is a number of different diseases, and uh, it, they generally start with a leaky gut and a leaky brain barrier. Well, you, you first thing you have to. Uh, Get the get the biome healthy, you know the probiotics and so forth. The, the damaged by you know Roundup and other antibiotics and things. And the way we kill them off, and uh, you rearrange that that uh, biome in your gut. That's one of the first things you heal the lining with the vitamin C and uh, bone broths and things. And uh, you know you stop the leaking. And then uh, eventually the the immune system settles down and stops attacking yourself. Uh, the other thing was the cancer. I my my dog had uh, breast cancer, uh, and I you know I don't want to lose the dog. I love the dog. I'm wondering what to do, and uh, you know using these principles, I know that uh, cancers are, are a hypoxic acidic problem. Well. I turned around and injected baking soda solution uh, two, three nights in a row, right into, right into and around the breast. Huh. A few days later, the breast turned pink. The dog was better. You know, so things like that. The, the baking soda alkalized the, the area. Oxygen could get back to it. Those cells went back to uh, functioning properly and uh, using aerobic met- metabolism instead of the the anaerobic cancerous, you know, low oxygen, you know, situation that, that's, you know, that's the, the one of those uh, terminal diseases. So yeah, every every uh, 
you know, major major type of problem has some, you know, certain uh, subset of uh, therapies. Uh, hyperbaric oxygen, that's a great one. You know, all these people with PTSD and brain trauma. Joe Namath has a study ongoing in uh, Jupiter, Florida, you know, with, the, with that. It, it helped him. He had 140 different uh, dives, he calls them, you know, into hyperbaric oxygen, oxygen under pressure. And he's, he's, his mind got better. So, uh, you know, that's a thing that should be used in the, all, all these infections, even add to the sepsis, the pneumonia, a number of, uh, of different diseases. You know, hyperbaric oxygen is a great therapy. You don't see it uh, uh, covered by insurance. It's pricey. Not everybody can afford it. Uh, and it's not, it's not really used at hospitals much. So, you know, there's a number of these different therapies that they just don't go for. Ozone therapy works. That's an oxidative therapy. Uh, there's hydrogen peroxide therapies. Uh, any number of things, but you, you have to, you, you kind of have to shotgun the problem and, uh, you know, just keep adding uh, adding different treatments until you, until you cure it. TC, how long did it take you to write the book? Uh, Took me about five years. I, uh, I, I first got the idea of what was going on with it, and then I started researching, you know, all these uh, various natural health experts and you know things that weren't really uh, on TV or in the in the you know in the public arena. They these were sort of uh, offbeat, uh, you know, doctors that, that just did things different. They had clinics, you know, private clinics. They got results and. Uh, you know, I just I just kept looking through, and they all had the common denominator of they helped improve body charge and you know cell function and so forth. And uh, I I tried for for years to disprove it. I mean, I you know what what, what by a lot of scientists and uh, engineers and so forth kicking these ideas around. We couldn't we couldn't find a flaw in it. I mean, it's just the way it works. It's simple oxidation reduction chemistry. It's a, it's as solid science as you'll ever find, and that's the way the body works. That's the way that you know. That's the way boys and girls work. You got a positive. You got a negative. You got attractions and repulsions, and uh, all these molecules, you know, dance to that tune of the of the electrical uh, matrix. They find themselves the, the system charge. You know, certain things will will happen. Uh, you know, in acidic pHs, and uh, other things will happen in uh, alkaline pHs. And you want to keep your body slightly alkaline because when uh, it becomes acid, bad things happen. And especially, acids gobble up oxygen and turn it to water before it can get to your uh, cells. So, I mean, oxygen's a big key. The, uh, the Earth started off. Uh, without oxygen and then uh, plants started to create it and uh, the original anaerobic life some of it some of it hung on a lot of those things became pathogens but then uh, the uh, the global uh, concentration went up to over 30 percent oxygen and you had huge dinosaurs you had uh, huge trees and long-lived uh, animals and then uh, at some point, the oxygen dropped back to 20%. That's where it is today. 
and it's it's even much lower in cities and buildings and so forth. So we we need that oxygen, and that's that's one of the keys to the whole thing, and the keys to the uh, your generation of uh, electrons, the ATPs that power your life. So it's just the way all life works. I mean, you take plants and animals and. It's all it's all life, and that's you know it needs those basic conditions. It's like if you ever kept an aquarium, you have to keep the pH right, you have to oxygenate it, you can't let the you know crud build up in the water, and so forth. It's the way the oceans work. It's uh, it's the whole thing. Do supplement pills, let's say vitamin C, because it's one that we've been talking about, that you can get in the grocery store or even the health food store, do they do, do, they do the same thing? Do they offer the same benefits um, as the method that you described where you made your own solution? I, I don't think so. They're slower, they're slower releasing. Uh, you know, you don't want pure vitamin C. Once you mix vitamin C with um, baking soda, you get sodium ascorbate. And that's what uh, what a lot of these clinics use in their IVs, and uh, you're approaching that with uh, you know making your own solution, and it, it uh, you absorb it rapidly, and then it it goes away in three hours. So you can redose every three hours. You know if you if you you're ill, and um, it, it once you can get those doses up to bowel tolerance, uh, you also develop a a hydrogen peroxide spike in your in your tissues, and that helps destroy a lot of, of a lot of uh, you know pathogens and cancers and uh, cell debris. And uh, it's the way the body works. The immune system works on oxidation. The cells run on you know reduction the electrons. But then when when the body needs to destroy something, it just burns them up oxidatively, and that's. That's the hydrogen peroxide that, that's created that does that. It's in all your immune cells. That's how it digests the you know the crud that comes into your lungs and anywhere in your body. It's just uh, it's, it's a simple balance. Uh, it's just I couldn't believe the whole thing was so simple. When, you know, it's like yeah. simple as EMC squared. It's just simple, and uh, simple things are hard for people to understand. They you know, expect complexity. Medical science has just gone into such huge complexity, and uh, in a lot of uh, you know, sort of mythical areas. I mean, the, the genetics is not what they what they t- what they say. It's uh, it's genetic expression. You know, germs are not really the problem. It's uh, it's it's your susceptibility and your your immunity. And, um, uh, they came up with the cholesterol thing, and everybody's got to take statins. Well, cholesterol is good for you. Uh, they tell you to, to eat vegetable oils, polyunsaturates. Those are not good for you. Saturated fats and uh, omega-3 fats from fish and, uh, and uh, pastured animals, that's good for you. So that's what builds your, uh, you know, fats build your brain and build your cell membranes. And it all, you know, it all uh, helps oxygen get into your cells and, uh, and the other materials that, that uh, it needs. So that, it all works together. It's a balance once you understand how uh, how these various systems work. Uh, 
Some people listening may be a little concerned when you say, um, you know, when you describe a solution that they may have to make themselves to achieve some of these results. Is that something they should be afraid of? No, it's just just simple trial and error. I mean, you know, you get some and you mix it up and it fizzes. You drink it down three, four times a day, five times a day. I mean, that's just another way to take vitamin C. you know, the average person might get by, you know, young, healthy person might get by on, uh, you know, 2,000 milligrams as two grams a day of vitamin C. Uh, if they're less less healthy or older, they may need more, you know, or they may need less. The recommended daily allowance is, is you know, a stingy little 200 milligrams. Well, that's, you know, that's, that wouldn't get a British sailor across the Atlantic. <laughs> Have you had anybody from the medical or scientific community uh, comment on your work? Well, a lot of them have agreed with it. Uh, some of them have told me I was insane when I told them about huge doses of vitamins. Oh, that's insane. Well, okay, well, that's your opinion, and uh, you're you're in the drug business, and that's that's you. I you know I can't change his mind. Uh, that's uh, that's his basic belief. He's been uh, trained, so you know it's it's going to be up to the individual. If you if you want to stay healthy and uh, and not get all corroded and and crippled uh, as you get older and uh, suffer and die in a in a hospital, you know you take care of yourself. It's 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 personal responsibility, you know, and I. I grew up in the suburbs. We always had to call an electrician or a plumber or carpenter or something. I moved to the country about 25 years ago. I became the carpenter, the electrician, the plumber, you know, the farmer, so forth. You just have to take responsibility for yourself. And uh, you know, if you want to, you know, if you want to figure out how to how to stay healthy, you have to do some study. You know, don't get hung up in the language. You just work through it slowly. And uh, you start applying it to yourself. I mean, you can you can know these things, but you have to do them. And uh, you know, you have to get your minerals and uh, proper foods, exercise, sunshine. Uh, it all works together. We, of course, always recommend um, that anyone who is seeing a physician for an illness or for whatever it happens to be to continue to do that as they explore other options, but. Somebody who has maybe an advanced form of a disease, whether it's cancer or it's um, Alzheimer's or diabetes or, or, you know, one of these other very, very serious diseases, uh, is it too late to start to employ these types of ideas? No. I mean, uh, there's an association of complementary and alternative medicine, ACAM. You can can look it up on on your Internet. They have a physician finder, so you can find somebody in your area, and you look at these various clinics, and you see all the different things they provide. And a lot of them will provide uh, these vitamin mineral IVs, uh, hyperbaric oxygen treatments, ozone treatments, uh, nutritional counseling, all kinds of stuff. I mean, uh, you know, and then you you got free stuff like sauna and... uh, Sunshine and uh, fasting. Fasting is one of the one of the best things you can do if you're sick. Just stop eating. 
or you can do it intermittently, you know, just eat within a, within a short window in the day, and that gives your body uh, a chance to uh, recover. It, it'll, what it does is uh, people eat too much, and they eat too much sugary stuff, and that overloads your cells with uh, glucose. And then you can't keep enough oxygen going to process that glucose, and your cells become acidic, and they, they stop putting out the, the good energy, and uh, you, you become sick slowly, slowly but surely. Uh, you know, like when you, when you exercise a muscle real hard and it gets sore, yep. lactic acid buildup. And it takes a few minutes, you breathe, 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 and then the, the soreness goes away. Well, that's happening in your cells, but you don't feel it. And uh, you need the time. It's a, it's a rate-sensitive thing where you have to have, you know, so much oxygen to so much fuel. It's like, a, you know, a lawnmower engine. You know, and if you, you start your lawnmower and you leave it on choke, it's going to sputter and quit because it's, it's not getting enough air. It's sucking in too much fuel. And that's exactly the situation in your cells. So, uh, I mean, that's simple. That's why, uh, you know, people get diabetes and heart disease and all these other things. Their their metabolism is incorrect. And, uh, you know, especially the cancers and stuff. Fasting is a great start. You know, you don't have to do anything. You know, just don't eat. And uh, you'd be amazed how you feel after a few days. and Or, you know, just... You can take it easy. You go with a little, uh, you know, a little unsweetened tea or coffee or something, you know, through the day, and you get through it. You stay busy, and after a while, the hunger pains cease, and you start to uh, feel better. You're getting oxygen in there. You're building up your electrical charge. Your mitochondria are putting out the ATPs, which that's what you run on is, is electricity. It's funny you mentioned that. I was having a conversation with a friend um, recently about the feeling you get when you fast. And there seems to be a burst of energy um, when you do that. Uh, and I, I guess what you've just described is the reason there seems to be a burst of energy. Yeah, uh, you get a burst of energy. Uh, you, feel, you feel good. You feel light. Uh, after a day or so, you stop going to the bathroom. And then... Uh, my son and I just did uh, uh, three days. I wanted to keep going another couple days. <laughs> and I had the first meal we had. I went from feeling great and smart to just feeling kind of stupid and groggy. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, that's what it is. I'm assuming that you uh, recommend if someone is fasting that they continue to drink plenty of water. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. that's important. Yeah, you keep drinking that water. It's... Uh, that's essentially you got to flush through. That's the one thing in my uh, in my book. I keep mentioning the inner ocean. You're ninety percent water, I mean, so you got to consider what water is. And uh, it, water is the interesting thing. It, uh, it it contains energy and generates charges, and it absorbs energy from uh, your surroundings. Uh, you know, heat, light, and sound will structure your water. And that's just like that uh, Japanese Dr. Emoto, he showed uh, how your frequencies will will affect a crystal. You know, you can play 
play uh, Bach or something, you get these beautiful water crystals, or you shout at the water and, you know, curse at it, and you get these ugly, disorganized crystals. Well, you know, 99% of the molecules in your body is water. That's about 90% by, by volume or mass, whatever. And, uh, you know, your water is, is it. It's a, and it's like seawater. It's got to be full of the right electrolytes. And that's how, uh, you know, how everything moves around your body. Where can people get a hold of the book? Oh, it's on Amazon. There's a, that's no problem. I mean, there, there's the book. You can uh, check my website. Uh, there's uh, You click News and Comments at the top, and then uh, you get this. I think the first article on there is one of my latest. is sort of a summation article. And the 800-pound gorilla. I'll read that. Or keep keep reading for the rest of the day. There's a bunch of articles on there. I've had them in uh, Green Med Info and a couple other places. They published them, and uh, that sites up. I mean, a lot of these natural health sites have been taken down, especially if they mention vaccines. And uh, you know, it's incredible, but it it goes to show you how the the reach of the the pharmaceutical cartels and how they want to keep their secrets. So. TC, is your is your work done as you continue to spread this word, or do you have, are you doing more research? And will there be something else to look forward to? No, I'm, I, I stay on this. I you know I'm, I learn more and more. I get deeper into this, this these different subjects, and, and at the same time, I try to explain it to people in you know simple, understandable terms. They get you know freaked out if you start talking chemicals and physics and stuff like that. They just you know, they, they don't think they can understand it, but it's it's so very simple if you just take the time to, to look into oxidation reduction and uh, and then check out some of these different doctors that have that have been successful with various uh, you know these therapies I just mentioned. You know, check it out. You, you got to take control of your your health, otherwise, and nobody else will. That's right. They'll, that's right. The book is called Forbidden Healing, and again, the website is ForbiddenHealingForum.com. TC, thank you so much for being here. Great conversation, a lot of great information. All right, man. Thank you. Uh, oh, Ryan, I saw you in the chat room talking about carrots versus chips. Come on. Really? Is that the answer? <laughs> well, I don't know. I feel like there's this idea that eating healthy means buying very expensive organic well, food. Hey, listen, I'm going to tell you right now, carrots are cheap, right? And right. I, I like carrots, but not all produce is cheap. Well, for me, I would rather buy something grown with petrochemicals down the street then truck in something from california or 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 somewhere else that's quote-unquote organic i mean that's just my opinion yeah well um i think it's uh you know all things in moderation i think is is one of those golden rules um but i was i was really intrigued by what uh, tc had to say tonight too i thought it's some interesting stuff yeah so all right well don't forget tomorrow night is a best of program and then monday we'll be back with linda godfrey talking about her new book i know what i saw which investigates encounters with monsters from ancient mythology folklore and some more contemporary urban legends that's all coming up next week it's beyond reality radio i'm jv thanks for being here Beyond Reality Radio is hosted by Jason Hawes and J.V. Johnson and produced by Alexandria Johnson and Slick Eddie Edwards for Intercom Radio. Beyond Reality Radio is distributed by Westwood One Radio Networks.
Stop by our Facebook page and say hello. Follow the hosts on Facebook as well. For Jason Hawes, follow at JasonHawes.taps. For JV Johnson, follow at JVJ Paranormal. If you'd like to be a guest on Beyond Reality Radio or you have a suggestion for a guest, contact Slick Eddie Edwards at slickeddieedwards at gmail.com. Be sure to visit our chat room as well at beyondrealityradio.com. Thanks for listening.